At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying a, a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love, Love at first, first listen. listen. We're older, we're wiser, and we're podcasting through a new decade of our lives. This season, we're falling in love with podcasting all over again. And getting to the heart of our stories. We're going places we've never gone before, and we're bringing you along with us. With new segments, correspondence, and a brand new sound. Season 9 is kicking off with an intimate interview with Grammy Award-winning singer-songwriter Natalia Laforcade. What's giving you hope right now? Well, when I see what music does to people it gives me a lot of hope if you liked locatora before you're gonna love season nine subscribe to our show and you'll see why locatora is your prima's favorite podcast listen to locatora radio as part of the michael Tura podcast network available on the iHeartRadio app apple podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts do you love selena like really love whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. So we've got ourselves a little bit of a theory going on in the world of sports. It's involving one of the most talked about athletes in a long, long time. I'll tell you what that is coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can always listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on Sirius XM Channel 83 and on all of our great Fox Sports Radio affiliates. Wherever you are listening right now, as always, we appreciate you being part of the program. We do it every single week live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit geico.com for a free rate quote. Um, all right, so we are on the eve of the next couple of days. Finally, the NBA has started back up again. All right, so we've got the NBA 
And we got the conference finals, and I think they're going to be pretty interesting. And I think they're going to have a big impact on the future of the NBA, and we'll dive into that a little bit later on. But I've always been a firm believer of this. I think that, and, and I've always said this, that I think guilt is the silent equalizer in life. If you want to make a stubborn person feel awful, get them to feel guilty about something. Because it's those stubborn people that have to all of a sudden acknowledge that they did something and there's no way out of it other than to just acknowledge whether it's internally or externally, I effed up. So I think guilt is really powerful in that regard. It could be the the biggest egomaniacs, the biggest narcissists, whoever. Guilt will make all of them crumble. It's the silent equalizer in life. And when you think about it, the decisions or actions you take that cause the most guilt are the ones that affect the most people or the people you care about the most. Those are the ones that always bother you the most. Like, like think about whatever in your life you feel guilty about or the most guilty about. It's because of the people it affected. And so it kind of does weird things to your head. And like, if you knew well ahead of time that you were breaking up with somebody and It was somebody that you knew was going to be devastated by you breaking up with them. They were going to be totally heartbroken when you did it. You'd be overly nice towards the end so that when you do walk away, you could say, I mean, look, I gave it everything. Gave it all I could. I mean, I I did everything I possibly could. I, I, I don't know what to tell you. It's almost a, it's kind of a, make sure all my bases are covered. All right, let, let me just make sure everything is covered. Like, if you knew you were leaving a company, think about whatever job you're at right now. And it was a company that really, really needed you. You were their top performer. They did everything for you. They were loyal to you. They really, really needed you. But you knew well ahead of time that you were leaving because you had better opportunities elsewhere. You would bust your ass to the end. And you do it because you kind of feel a sense of guilt if you didn't. You knew this whole time you were leaving. You didn't work really hard towards the end. Gosh, what the hell's wrong with you? Now look at them. They're in a mess. They're in a jam. They're, they're a shell of them former self. And there you are off chasing other opportunities. So you would make sure that on your way out, if you knew it was going to affect a lot of people in a bad way, you would handle your business because you don't want to deal with the guilt. And I was thinking about this a lot this week and just a little bit before the show. We're... Hours away from game one of the Eastern Conference Finals between the Cavs and the Celtics tipping off at 3.30 Eastern time. And I've noticed, and the more I thought about it and the more I started jotting down some different scenarios and situations, it's kind of a different LeBron James than we've seen in recent years. Like, he's always been passive-aggressive. He's always uh, done odd things. He's always done the zero dark 23. But I really started to jot down some of the things that he had done during the course of the series or during the course of the season and the course of the first two playoff series. And it became totally clear to me what is happening here. All right? Think about it. Never before in his career had he played in every single game in the regular season. But he did it this year. In year 15. He never really talked much about all the milestones that he had reached. You know, he would go on social media and he would do different things on social media. But he would never really before this year go on social media and pat himself on the back. And talk about 
how uh, great some of his accomplishments were, like he did several times this year. Like he's willing his team in the playoffs against Indiana and Toronto. And he's done it before, but this is a different level where he doesn't have the Kyrie Irving to rely on. So he, you could tell he's really taking full control of this team and really taking full control, making sure he's the guy taking the shot at the end of the game, making sure it doesn't go to anybody else. It's a little bit different than what we've seen before. Not a bad thing, just a little bit different. And then he even talked about after the Pacer series how exhausted he was. Like he's brought it up a couple of times, how exhausted he was. He's never really done that before. Never really been so open to talk about how fatigued and exhausted and, oh, man, I don't even know what's going on. I mean, I'm tired. Never never really done that before. So I was thinking to myself, the entire season, I believed he was going to stay in Cleveland. Regardless of how game one turns out later on today, regardless of how this series turns out, or the next series should they advance and get to the NBA Finals, I was a firm believer that he was staying in Cleveland. LeBron was staying in Cleveland. He's not going to go anywhere else. There's just too many positives there. You know, his kids are getting older. He's watching them. He's going to their games. Year 15, do you really want to start back and start all over and go somewhere else? I was on board with that all year. Like, why would you want to leave and go somewhere else? You've won a title there. You're a god there. It just, to me, at this point, I mean, why would you want to go anywhere else? And it wasn't until this week and a little bit before the show when I started jotting down these ideas and just looking at everything from afar, and I thought to myself, damn, he's gone. He is gone. He's not coming back to Cleveland. Regardless of what happens in this series against Boston or in the NBA Finals, I think he's gone. This whole season, playing every game, talking about how exhausted he was in the playoffs, you know, having to do so much for this team, talking about his milestones, all of that stuff. Doesn't it kind of look different when you take a step back and go, yeah, why is he doing all that this year? I think he knows. I think LeBron James, if you were to pin him down and have a conversation with him over a couple of bottles of wine, I think he knows he's probably not coming back to Cleveland. And this whole year, especially after he realized in the offseason that the strategy of getting rid of Kyrie Irving and bringing all these veterans, including his best friend Dwayne Wade and all that stuff, the strategy by the organization failed. I think he's leaving it all out there. I think he's emptying the chamber. I think he's giving it his all and talking about giving it his all so that he won't feel guilty after he walks after the season. That's what's happening here. If you ask me to bet Cleveland or the field before this week, I would have bet Cleveland. I think he's coming back to Cleveland. Regardless of what happens on Sunday, I think he's coming back to Cleveland or in this series or whatever. I think he's coming back. I just, you know, all the all the things I listed. His family's there, year 15. Why do you want to start all over? But as I step back, it just became so obvious to me that he's telegraphing this whole move. And I think part of it is because of how awful he felt last he felt about it last time. Now, he won them a title. Should he feel bad? Absolutely not. 
if he decides he wants to walk, you've done enough, man. You, you've done enough for that city. You've done enough for the, the business around the city. You've done enough for the business in the arena. You've done enough for the franchise. He's done. He could do whatever the hell he wants, and I have no issue whatsoever. And if you're a Cav fan and you bitch and moan after he leaves, then that's on you. The guy has done more than enough for that city and for that franchise. But we always hear what a great guy he is, what a loyal guy he is. He's all about his friends. His friends are always with him. He's committed. He's married. He's about his kids. He's all about loyalty. Everything about LeBron James is loyalty. And when you're a really loyal person, sometimes you can be overly loyal. But when you have to make tough decisions, those eat you up inside. I think leaving the last time, he felt awful about it. I think he felt awful about the way things went. And I think the reason that he has busted his ass and emptied it all and played every game and worked as hard as he had and talked openly about it is because he knows he's leaving again at the end of the season. And he doesn't want to feel that guilt again. So he's doing what everybody does when they know that they want out of a relationship and it's going to really impact the other person and they know well ahead of time. When you see the finish line, you'll do everything. You'll be committed. You'll buy flowers. You'll do it all. And then afterwards, you'll say, look, I gave it everything I got. I mean, I, I did everything I could. I, I, I gave you my heart. It was just time. That's not the truth. That's just what you tell yourself to feel better about the situation. I think this entire year has been a prelude to what he's going to do in the offseason. And when he walks, he can look back and say, I did everything I could. I gave you all I had. It's time to go pursue other things. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, 877-99 on Fox. The phone number, 877-996-6369. You can also get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox as we come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio, there is uh, some interesting information that was uh, handed out Okay, regarding the NFL and regarding several quarterbacks. Find out what that is next here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, coming up here in just a couple of minutes, there was uh, some interesting information that came out regarding several NFL quarterbacks. We will get to that here uh, in a couple of minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. I do want to let you know uh, as we come to you from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, what does it mean when Geico says just 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance? It means you probably should have gone to Geico.com 15 minutes ago. Um, We uh, are going to introduce you, though, to the cast of characters who for some reason got all dressed up. Who? Here in the middle of the night. The following gentlemen will be riding shotgun with me, two of which are wearing very odd articles of clothing here on Fox Sports Radio. The first of which is our technical producer, Iowa Sam, who is here in the building, everybody. Good uh, to the last drop. Turn back to Old Faithful. If you are a loyal <laughs> listener to the show, you yeah. know Sam has a fondness of the color orange. I love my, my prison jumpsuits. Yeah, you know. and so he has turned back to... Uh, to an oldie but a goodie. It just breathes really well. I'm yeah. it's, a, it's a Patagonia or something, and uh, just comfortable. It's really only the only article of clothing that's orange that I own now. So hmm. 
You'll see me wearing it, though. Oh, okay. It's uh, Old Faithful. Uh, Mike Mayer is your executive producer here at Fox Sports Radio. Michael! Michael! Mike spent the entire break uh, with a tear running down his cheek uh, as I uh, I had to expose what LeBron James' master plan is. He's out of there. He's gone, everybody. Gone! Who, me? It's, yeah. it's devastating, man. You had to crush my dreams there, Jonas. Okay, you think, is it a crazy theory? It's not at all. And I, I, I think I've even told you this. It's like it, it makes a ton of sense because he's never done it before, and he's very he's putting it out there a lot more yes. about his accomplishments. So when you pose this theory, it's 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 ringing true, man. Like, and if it happens, you called it, man. You you called your shot. Credit to you. Uh, one thing I did not call though is uh, Ralph Irvin, our national update anchor, walking into the studio with a cowboy hat on. Yeah. Aloha, brother. Uh, yeah. I uh <laughs> representing the Penny Penny Lolo up in the uh, Northern Plains. All right. Whatever the hell that is. That's uh, a Hawaiian well, cowboy. Sounds like a laundromat. <laughs> Penny Lolo. What the hell is that, Ralph? Uh Ralph Irvin went to Caneo Valley Days, which is a yearly carnival in uh, Ventura County, California, in Thousand Oaks, where Ralph and I live. Uh, except Ralph uh, wore what he bought at Caneo Valley Days. Oh, I didn't the buy this now. there. This is from Texas. Oh, you didn't buy that in the tent there at Caneo Valley Days? No, 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 no. Wow. No, no. This is, this is from the private collection. But that, did, <laughs> but Caneo Valley Days, the, the carnival, the carnival got sparked the idea of let me wear a cowboy hat into the studio. Yes, sir. All right. So, hey, listen. Uh, maybe we'll uh, we maybe we per- periscope that at some point during the show. Would you guys mind being on periscope? We can show uh, Sam's uh, oldie but goodie and Ralph's cowboy hat. You got it. Look- Do it! Plus, it looks like uh, an expensive cowboy hat. It looks like a nice one. It is. Yeah. So, uh, so yeah, we've got all sorts of fun stuff uh, and shenanigans planned uh, coming up uh, until six a.m. Eastern time here on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox here uh, on FSR. All right, I want to get to this. I saw a – this came out according to Bovada. Bovada released the over-under start totals for NFL rookie quarterbacks. The, the, the rookie quarterbacks taken in the first round, they released the over-under start totals of these quarterbacks. Now, I noticed some interesting things involving all of these, but I feel like it's my due dil- – it's my duty here to make sure – that I can let you know ahead of time how you can possibly make money. Now, if you lose this money, it is not my problem. I don't want anybody uh, tweeting me. I don't want you to tell me you couldn't pay your rent. You're a degenerate gambler. That's not my issue. But if I was handing out some gambling advice on some of the numbers that I saw, because I do think several of these are interesting, here's how it will go. The first of which, according to Bovada, is that Josh Allen's over-under start total is set at ten and a half. If I were a degenerate flunky gambler and I were going to bet on this, I would take the over. He's going to be competing with AJ McCarron. Now, I don't know what the hell AJ McCarron is. I don't know whether or not he's a good quarterback. People seem to think he he's serviceable enough. I have no no clue whatsoever. I'm not going to pretend like I do. All I know is this. Brady Quinn, who's my radio wife here on Fox Sports Radio, every single Sunday night we do a show from 9 to midnight Eastern time, 6 to 9 Pacific time. He talked about the Adonis effect. And the point being, when you see Josh Allen next to A.J. McCarron in practice, 
people are going to look at A.J. McCarron, and then they're going to look at Josh Allen, and they're going to go, why is this guy even on the same field as Josh Allen? He's just got so many more physical advantages, so many more tools than A.J. McCarron does. Unless A.J. McCarron goes out and lights it up completely there early on, and you absolutely cannot bench him, I would go the over of 10.5 for Josh Allen uh, as starts, according to Bovada. Next up is Baker Mayfield. This is set at 9.5. This is an interesting one because there's several factors involved in this, all right? At 9.5 starts for Baker Mayfield, his rookie year, according to Bovada, I would actually take the under. Now, I'm I'm much higher on Baker Mayfield than a lot of people are because uh, the media, they're, they're, they're fanboying it up over Sam Darnold being in uh, in New York because he's a nice guy and he accepts, accepts their interviews and he's he shakes their hand and doesn't grab his crotch, so everyone thinks he's just better a better quarterback. But here's the thing. Tyrod Taylor is more than serviceable at quarterback. Like he's had some okay moments in the NFL, and he doesn't turn the ball over, all right? He, so he's not great, but he's more than capable. And the fact that he doesn't turn the ball over is a welcome addition to Hugh Jackson in Cleveland. Because think about this. Hugh Jackson needs to win to save his job. This is the position that Hugh Jackson is in. If Hugh Jackson increases his win total... By 400% next season as opposed to last season, guess what? He's still going to get his ass fired because that means he won four games. Okay? So Hugh Jackson needs to have a good year. And what gives him the best opportunity to have a good year is to start Tyrod Taylor. And by the way, Tyrod Taylor has never had as many weapons as he's going to have with Cleveland this year. He's going to have Jarvis Landry and Josh Gordon to throw to. It's going to be a completely different offense for Tyrod Taylor, comparatively speaking to what he had to deal with in Buffalo. I think Tyrod Taylor is going to play well enough. I think Hugh Jackson's going to want to keep his job. I would bet the under of nine and a half starts for Baker Mayfield next season. The next is Josh Rosen at eight and a half. I would reluctantly take the under of eight and a half starts for Josh Rosen. All right. Sam Bradford, when healthy, is a damn good quarterback. Look at the numbers. I mean, look at the numbers. Before he gets hurt, he puts up decent numbers. There are weapons there. It's not like the cupboard is bare. It's not like he's taken over uh, and going to a place to where there's nothing around him and he's got nothing to work with. The only issue with Sam Bradford is his health. And I understand that's a major concern. He's dealt with several surgeries and several season-ending injuries throughout the course of his career, and you can't trust him. Thus, he was only given a one-year deal as a prove-it-and-let's-see-what-you-got contract. But the over-under on wins is set at 5.5. That leads me to believe it's kind of a lost season. Why I say I would reluctantly take the under of 8.5 starts for Josh Rosen if this season does get away from him, as it projected by Vegas in the over-under season win totals, I could see Arizona turning it over to Josh Rosen and seeing what they got. If it does go over, I, I say it goes over barely because I have a little bit more faith in Sam Bradford than most people do. Sam Darnold of the Jets over-under start totals at 5.5. I would take the over. Okay, I would take the over. It's why I think media fanboys are in for a rude awakening, all right? Now, 
I would take the over, not because I believe that he should start that many games, because I don't. But I would take the over because if you're Josh McCown's backup, guess what? You better be ready to play. Josh McCown's never started 16 games in a season. He seems like he gets hurt every single year. For the media out there that wants to proclaim him the next great quarterback in the league, that it's at five and a half tells me there's a belief in Vegas that that guy's not ready. Because if he was this great quarterback that could dominate the league and be the next big thing, why is it only set at five and a half when he's backing up an injury-prone quarterback? If you're not putting him in, it's because you don't believe he's ready. I would take the over of five and a half, but if he does start more than five and a half games, I think it's a problem for the Jets. The last one is Lamar Jackson at a half game, right? He's, he is sitting at a half game. I would take the over. One, because I think Baltimore has grown tired of Joe Flacco. And two, because I think it's good value. If he performs well enough in the in the preseason, if he's out there and he can do some dynamic things different from Joe Flacco, then I would bet the over of a half game. You got nothing really to lose. It could be week 16 in a Patrick Mahomes situation where they've already clinched a playoff spot or they're already out. They want to see what they got with Lamar Jackson. All you need is one start and you're in the money. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. 877-99 on Fox, the phone number 877-996-6369, and you can get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. Coming up next, though, there was two quarterbacks on that list, all right? And, and you'll notice a bit of a hypocrisy and something that a lot of people in the media will not want to acknowledge, all right? So there's a bit of a hypocrisy with the quarterbacks I just listed to you. I'll tell you where the hypocrisy is at coming up next year on Fox Sports Radio. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, Ralph Irvin. Well, thank you very much, Jonas. And, of course, there was one big game tonight in playoff action. That was in the NHL, the Western Conference Finals. The Vegas Golden Knights playing at Winnipeg. Wheeler walks it in, down for Stasty. Back for Wheeler at the right circle. Jets on the power play. Liney scores! Blake Wheeler finds the seam. Patrick Liney finds the back of the net. Power play goal. Winnipeg Jets. 2 nothing Jets. TSN 1290 in the Jets radio network as Winnipeg skated to a 4-2 win in game one of their series with Vegas. Game two will be Monday in Winnipeg. The NBA Conference Finals, they'll get started later on today, 3.30 Eastern, Boston hosting the Cleveland Cavaliers. On the Diamond Saturday, Pittsburgh won their fifth straight, beating the Giants 6-5. Eric Hosmer, 13th inning, RBI double, gave San Diego a 2-1 win over St. Louis. The Reds won their fifth straight, dropping the Dodgers 5-3, and Minnesota scored two in the 11th. They beat the Angels 5-3. Online car shopping can be confusing, not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. And Jonas, you're talking about those rookie quarterbacks. Well, three big names having their rookie camps going on this weekend. Mason Rudolph in Pittsburgh, Josh Rosen in Arizona, and Josh Allen up in Buffalo. Thanks, Ralph. Jonas Knox here coming to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. So we will try and periscope. Um, uh, Probably uh, less than 10 minutes from now, we'll go on periscope. If you go to my Twitter account, at the Jonas Knox, about 10 minutes from now, I will show you the... $42,000 $42,000 cowboy hat that Ralph Irvin brought into Fox Sports Radio tonight. 
Uh, now, Ralph, do you wear that hat while you have your headphones on while you're recording the updates or doing the uh, the national updates here? The hat is on as we speak. All right. Headphones on. And so the headphones go under the hat? Uh, yes. Oh. I, gotta, I just want to watch him in action. Can we pick another cowboy song besides Kid Vomit and whatever this crap is? What's this, the rap metal cowboy music? No. Nope. Do you have some Dwight Yoakam or Conway nope. Twitty or whatever that guy's name is? By the way, uh, Frank. Speaking of uh, speaking of um, the show, obviously we do pro wrestler or porn star here on Fox Sports Radio. About an hour from now, we'll do pro wrestler or porn star. Um, and this kind of ties in with the country theme. Frank Pollock, one of the all time great, the legend Frank Pollock, who uh, was a dear friend of mine, who was a technical producer here at Fox Sports Radio. I worked I worked with Frank side by side every morning for about four and a half years, and Frank passed away a couple of years ago. But Frank one time told me that if he had a porn name, it would be Girth Brooks. <laughs> that, that is a true story, which I could not tell during the week on another day part because I would get fired. Girth Brooks. <laughs> oh, oh, I miss Frank. Uh, all right. So um, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. So I, I, would, I just gave out the Bovada numbers and Bovada came out with this list of rookie quarterbacks. So all the first-round quarterbacks, the first-round picks, they have set over-under start totals for every quarterback. So Josh Allen in Buffalo is at 10.5. Baker Mayfield in Cleveland is at 9.5. Josh Rosen in Arizona is at 8.5. Sam Darnold in New York with the Jets is at 5.5. And and Lamar Jackson is at a half. So that is the over-under start totals for each of those quarterbacks, uh, courtesy of Bovada. And if you just look through, and if I were to go through, and, and if I had to bet on him, I would take the over of Josh Allen with 10.5. I would take Baker Mayfield. I'd take the under at 9.5. I think Tyrod Taylor's a better quarterback. Um, I, I think he's he he's going to be working with a lot more talent. And I just see Hugh Jackson wanting to save his job, so he's going to want to leave the veteran in there for as long as possible. Uh, Josh, Josh Rosen, I would take the under reluctantly. That could go either way. I think that's going to be close. Sam Darnold, five and a half, I would take the over because Josh McCown can't stay healthy. And then for Lamar Jackson at a half game, I would take the over of a half game based on week 17, late in the season, if they're out of it or if they've already clinched, why wouldn't you start the rookie to see what you got? I just think it's a good value bet. But here's what I do think is a little bit of a hypocrisy, all right? Because if you were to go to, say, members of the media, they would they would tell you that the better pro is going to be Sam Darnold over Josh Rosen. And they'll tell you, yeah, you know, right now, Rosen is uh, probably more equipped to start, but Sam Darnold long-term is going to be the better pro. Like, here's what I'm I'm curious about. If the over-under is set, and this is by Vegas, this is by, um, you know, the, the, the people that make these lines, they don't have a dog in the fight. All right, they're not they're not tied to anybody. They don't have a loyalty to Sam Darnold. They don't have a loyalty to Josh Rosen. They set the number and they see which way you're going to go and which way you're going to bet. So those people that have no dog in the fight whatsoever, they are simply setting a line. They have told you with these lines that Josh Rosen is three games likely to start three more games than Sam Darnold is. Okay. The fact that the difference is three games and they're both rookie quarterbacks tells me that at this point, 
Sam Darnold to people who have no dog in the fight, for people who don't aren't siding with one side or another, that at this point, Sam Darnold is nowhere close to being as ready as Josh Rosen is to play in an NFL game. Doesn't that kind of seem like a problem? Like, they're telling you, because, seriously, what's the difference? You could say, oh, well, you know, it's because Sam Bradford's always getting injured, so that's why Josh Rosen's win total. I mean, that's what all the media fanboys who ball wash Sam Darnold uh, all throughout the course of the week and ever since the draft came out, that's what they'll tell you. Oh, well, it's because, you know, Sam Bradford's got an injury history, and that's why he, uh, uh, Josh Rosen's expected to start three more games. That's why this number is set. Oh, because Josh McCown's the picture of health. Because we haven't seen year after year Josh McCown in a sling or being helped off the field. Come on, man. (laughs) Come on. Like They're telling you. This number is telling you that that guy's not ready to play. And if he does play more than five games, you're in trouble. And how many times have we seen throughout the course of the NFL to where a rookie quarterback goes in too soon, gets buried gets beat up and battered, and his career has changed. We've seen it over and over and over again. And I'm not rooting for anything bad to happen to Sam Darnold. I hear he's a really nice guy. I'm just saying, people have turned this into, he's the next Andrew Luck. Okay, and how's that one working out? Andrew Luck hasn't thrown a a football, let alone a Nerf Turbo football, in 18 months. Like, oh, well, he's he's the next great quarterback in the NFL. Okay, well, what if he gets beat and beaten and beaten over and over again because they can't protect him and he's on a roster that's void of talent offensively, which they are, then what are we talking about? Like, when you see this and they're telling you that one guy is expected to start three more games than the other and they both are playing behind injury-riddled quarterbacks, historically quarterbacks that are two of the most injured quarterbacks in the NFL, historically speaking, over the last decade, but one is expected to start three more games than the other, what is that telling you? It's telling you that one guy's really ready to play if they call on him and the other guy not even close. 877-99 on Fox, Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, 877-996-6369. You can also get me on Twitter, by the way, at the Jonas Knox as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. We are going to go on Periscope. I will turn on Periscope. I don't really know how it works. I always screw it up when I try and do it. But if you go to my Twitter account in about a minute, at the Jonas Knox, we will go on Periscope. We're going to look at Ralph Irvin's $64,000 cowboy hat that he brought into the studio. Up next, though. If enough people are talking about something, all right, there's a major move that could be coming up in sports. Multiple people have now hinted at it. I will tell you what that is and who it involves next year on Fox Sports Radio. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, if you go to my uh, Twitter account, at the Jonas Knox, You can see Ralph Irvin's cowboy hat. I believe uh, it is $91,000 Ralph Irvin paid for that cowboy hat. Uh, It is on at the Jonas Knox. If you go to Periscope, I Periscoped it. Whatever the hell that does, it's like a video, and you go on there and you can watch the video. I took a little tour of the studio. 
some of the sanitizer wipes I use to uh, to clean here that everyone makes fun of me. But uh, listen, I'm working. You know, I don't want to get sick, so we try and take care of things here. So you can go see uh, Ralph's Cowboy hat. You can see a little behind the scenes. You can see uh, Sam's orange jumpsuit. Looks like a uh, a Caltrans worker out here in Southern California fixing the side of the road on the freeway. Um, so uh, it's all sorts of fun stuff there. If you go to at the Jonas Knox on Twitter, you can find it. Um, all right, I was talking about this earlier. How the more I think about the situation going down as we are approaching uh, tip-off in like 11 hours from now, approaching tip-off, like it's right around the corner. Jesus. Um, At 3 Eastern time, Cavs-Celtics game one tips off, and everyone, look, I think Cleveland's going to win the series. Um, I think it's interesting because there's a lot of things that could change moving forward in the NBA based on both these series, but I think Cleveland's going to win the series. And... The one thing I was thinking about is if you go back and just look at this year and look at some of the moves and some of the things that LeBron James has done throughout the course of the year, it now that I take a step back and I look at the fact that he's playing in every single game and he had never done that before, but he's doing it this year. He's talking about how tired and exhausting he was after the Pacers series. I don't really recall him doing that before. Uh, he's... Uh, uh, patted himself on the back on social media for passing on some, you know, uh, passing some of these milestones and doing some of these great things. And he's never done it before. And I'm not criticizing it. I'm just pointing out what he has done. To me, it feels like somebody who knows they're getting out. They know that they're leaving. And because they don't want to feel a sense of guilt after they leave, because they know what it's going to do to that, to the people that it, that are going to be hurt by them departing. They want to be able to look back and at least internally say to themselves, well, I did everything I could. I did everything I could. I mean, I left it all out there. I played every single game. I played in the postseason every single game. I left it all out on the floor. I was exhausted. I had to do it all. I mean, I I did everything I could. It, It screams of that to me. And I didn't realize it until I kind of thought about it a little bit this week. And then before the show, I was just thinking about all the things that he's done this year and it just it seems so obvious to me. And and again, I'm saying this is somebody who I thought LeBron James was coming back to Cleveland, regardless of what happens the rest of these playoffs. I think he's going to stay in Cleveland because why would he want to uproot his family or go anywhere else at this stage of his career? And now that I've had to take a, a wider view of it and kind of taken a step back, it just seems so obvious to me that he's gone. Now, I did notice this, all right? People talk in in businesses, okay? People in the NFL talk. Uh, people in um, you know in the NBA talk. People in sports and uh, and all that. Like they talk. I mean, if you're around people that are that are in and around the business, they'll talk. And you don't have to believe all of the rumors, and and you shouldn't believe all of the rumors or things that you hear. But people in this business and people that cover the NBA or people that cover the NFL or Major League Baseball, or whatever, they always know more than they go public with a lot of the time, all right? You have to really take into account what they say and what they could possibly really be meaning by it, all right? Now, when John Jones came out and John Jones got busted for all the uh, the DUIs and the issues that he had outside of the cage, John Jones, the UFC fighter, like, I, I knew that there were issues with John Jones just from talking when I was covering mixed martial arts and covering the UFC, I would talk to people and like one of the worst kept secrets about John Jones is that he liked to party. <laughs> like he loved cocaine. 
he loved to party. Like so, when those stories came out, and oh my god, can you believe what's happened to John Jones? It was like, yeah, I don't know, we were guys were talking about that years ago. It wasn't that big of a surprise? So I firmly believe that people talk. And so on the same day earlier this week, I heard m- multiple people who are connected enough in different ways talk about the future of LeBron James. Stephen A. Smith came out with a report that said it's down to what the Lakers and Philadelphia was the two teams that he pointed out there and say what you will about Stephen A. Smith, but he's generally pretty accurate when it comes to to things like that. Uh, Don McLean, former NBA player, now works with with, uh, kids entering the NBA out of the draft. He also uh, covers... uh, uh, the NBA for Fox Sports West out here in Southern California, and he's a frequent guest on AM570 LA Sports. He was on the Petros and Money show, and he was getting this idea that there's something that's not being discussed, that there's another team out there or another somebody out there that's not being discussed in this whole LeBron pursuit. You know, something that we haven't really thought of. Literally, an hour and a half later, Chris Mannix appears on Fox Sports Radio and has this to say about LeBron James's future. I'm convinced that there's we're going to find out there, that there's more to what's gone on in the last couple of months with LeBron once all this plays itself out. It's not unusual. I mean, a couple of years ago, what did we learn about Durant? That Draymond Green was texting him all season long, telling him to come to Golden State. In 2010, we learned the genesis of the Miami Heat coming together. Uh, came in 2008 when they were all playing together at the Olympics and and talked about playing together. I, I just I don't know whether it's a a LeBron text chain with uh, Paul George or you know a secret you know Slack channel with Demarcus Cousins or I don't know what it would be, but there, there's there's got to be something going on with LeBron that's going to play into his decision down the line. Certainly, the Cavaliers have to look at it one way: the more they win, the better their chance of keeping LeBron James. That was uh, Chris Mannix, Yahoo NBA insider, been covering the league for a long time, uh, also is a Fox Sports Radio host here. You can hear him and Karan Butler every Sunday from noon to 3 p.m. Eastern time. So literally within a a 48-hour stretch, you've got Stephen A. Smith talking about it. You've got uh, Don McClain who played in the league and, and is still very connected in the league. You've got Chris Mannix who's been covering the league for a long time, all saying the same thing, kind of the same thing. There's something going on. Like people know, you know, like they're not gonna they're not gonna come out and say something or 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 talk about something or maybe hint at something. Like what they like they always know more than what they'll tell you publicly. The fact that they're telling you that publicly means that there's something else going on. And I didn't again, I didn't buy it. I didn't believe it until you know this week. I just always thought, ah, this is kind of overblown. LeBron, uh, people are just making too much of this. LeBron James is uh, is staying in Cleveland. Like, I, I, I would have bet anything he would have stayed in Cleveland. And then you, the more people talk about it, and the more you take a step back and you look and and you see all the things that he's done this year, it just it just screams of a guy who knows he's leaving and wants to walk out guilt free. And I think he's gone at the end of the season. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. More coming up next here on FSR. What's good for you may not exactly be good for your boss. That's playing out in the world of sports, and it plays out every single year. I'll tell you what that is coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can find the show on the iHeartRadio app, Sirius XM, Channel 83 as well, and on every single one of our affiliates all across the country, all 300-plus 
And wherever you are listening all over the world, we appreciate a few minutes of your time here on Fox Sports Radio as we come to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. So if you ever talk to restaurant owners, people that own a business, and if you aren't that owner, you work for them, sometimes when they ask you to do things or they're really stressed out or they ask you to to, to do an extra task or they get on you a little bit about stuff, you kind of get annoyed. And it's easy to get annoyed because you always have an out. Like your your interest and what you're thinking about is completely different from them. For you, it's just a job. I mean, it, it's you know, it could be a career. It could be it could impact your life moving forward. But for you, it could it's just you know, it's a job. But to them, that's their life. That's their business. That's their house on the line. That I mean, everything. So when you own something or you run something. Basically, you are giving your career and your future and your livelihood and you're leaving it in the hands of somebody else. So when you work for a manager and they get on you about something or if your boss, uh, if you work at a restaurant, and your boss tells you to do your side work and they're being a real a-hole one night. It's not because they want to be an a-hole. It's because they know they've got to stay on you because they depend on you for their livelihood. And so when you're in it and you're in the moment and you're kind of thinking about, oh, whatever, and you're not really tied like that to the business like they are, you don't really, your interest is different from theirs. It's just completely different. My brother owns a restaurant and a bar and some of the stories about employees who want this or want that or whatnot, and then they think he's crazy because he asks them, you know, to work a certain day or to stay an extra hour. Oh, God, no, no, listen, like, he depends on you because his livelihood, his entire life is wrapped up in this place. You can go somewhere else. You can always leave. You can find another job. You can clock out. You can disappear. You can uh, uh, quit. You can go work at another restaurant next door. He can't. He's entirely tied up into the success of only this. This is his only option. And so because of that, his entire livelihood is wrapped up into you and whether or not you perform. And the reason I bring this up is because we were talking about how these Bovada comes out. There's over-unders that are done throughout the course of the year or the offseason in the NFL. They'll do over-under win totals, things like that. And one of the over-unders that they came out with was a over-under on rookie quarterbacks and how many starts they're going to have. And we were talking about this a little bit earlier in the show. And so the numbers that came out on the first round picks, according to Bovada, were Josh Josh Allen at 10.5, Baker Mayfield at 9.5, Josh Rosen at 8.5, Sam Darnold at 5.5, and, and Lamar Jackson at a half. And so you look at that, and, and I've said, like, I would take the over... On Josh Allen, I would take the under on Baker Mayfield. I would hesitantly take the under on Josh Rosen. I would take the over on Darnold, and I would take the over on Jackson. Just you know, picking those bets and and for different reasons. But one of the things that I that I think is interesting that a lot of people don't take into account, and the reason I bring it up is because of what I saw in the Browns bet. So they're telling you that Baker Mayfield is projected to start around nine or ten games next year as a rookie. 
Here's the problem with that. And the reason why I, I would bet the under if I was going to bet on this, if I was a degenerate gambler. Tyrod Taylor is a, a decent quarterback. He doesn't turn the ball over. All right. The biggest issue in Cleveland last year was Deshaun Kaiser uh, turned the ball over way too much. And if you're a quarterback or if you're a coach and you bring in a quarterback and all that you've dealt with is a turnover machine, there is something to a guy who may not light it up, he may not throw for, for 7,000 yards in a season, but at least you know, at least you know in the very least, he's not going to give it up. He's not going to turn the ball over. He's not going to make that catastrophic mistake in a big-time moment. You know you can at least depend on that. And there is something to that. And Hugh Jackson has that in Tyrod Taylor. Here's where the whole your interest is different from my interest thing comes in. Where if you run a place and you just work for the place, it's two completely different mindsets and completely different interests. If you're Hugh Jackson, you need to put up wins in order to save your job. The guy who gives you the best chance to win games right now is Tyrod Taylor. And I think Tyrod Taylor is going to play pretty well based on what he's got around him. He's never had this much talent around him when he was in Buffalo. So Tyrod Taylor's got an opportunity to go out there and have real receivers, real weapons on the outside, have real talent around him, and I think he's going to play well. And if you're Hugh Jackson, you're running the show. Consider it your restaurant. And consider Baker Mayfield one of your employees. Maybe Baker Mayfield doesn't like that. Maybe he's not thrilled with the idea that he's not going to get as much playing time as he thought he would. But if you're Hugh Jackson, tough balls, man. Unless it's somebody from ownership or unless it's somebody from the front office who tells you at a certain point during the season, hey, play Baker Mayfield. We want to see what we got in this kid. That's why we drafted him number one overall. Unless that happens, I'm starting Tyrod Taylor. And I I believe in Baker Mayfield. But this is where this situation gets tricky because Tyrod Taylor, he's in a similar spot to Hugh Jackson. Both those guys are trying to save their jobs. Baker Mayfield's fine. He's set up. I mean, he's, I mean, if, if Hugh Jackson gets fired, Baker Mayfield's still going to have a job. He's still there. I mean, they drafted him number one overall. He's still going to get an opportunity. Tyrod Taylor, he's playing for another contract. Hugh Jackson is playing for his livelihood. Hugh Jackson's probably not going to get another opportunity to be a head coach after this. He's got a lot on the line. What are you going to ride with? Tyrod Taylor, a guy you know is never going to turn the ball over and is actually going to get to throw to real receivers and have real talent around him, or Baker Mayfield, who's a rookie. And I think Baker Mayfield's going to be good, but I'm rolling with Tyrod Taylor if it means saving my job. Like, you may get fired, or you will get fired if you don't win a game, or you don't win enough games. But it's hard to win with a young quarterback, and that's where this conversation is difficult. Like, it's not just a shoo-in, oh, you took a quarterback, he's number one overall, play him, and everything's good here. It doesn't work that way. Ask John Fox. Ask Jeff Fisher. It took one year of Jared Goff and Mitch Trubisky before the organization said, we're choosing the quarterback over the coach. That's just the reality. That could play out three years in a row if Baker Mayfield gets out there, starts 9-10 games, is mediocre like Mitchell Trubisky was, 
the Browns win five games, and Hugh Jackson gets canned. Here's what's amazing. You know who who has the best gigs in all the sports? And and, and I, I mean this in all seriousness. You know who's got the best gigs in all the sports? The 49ers. Because they got the best of both worlds. Think about the landing spot that Kyle Shanahan fell upon. Like, think about where he landed. And think about John Lynch. What are the two issues if you're a young coach or a coach in the NFL taking over a bad team? All right. The two issues are what? Job security. And if you bring in a young quarterback, can he play? Guess what Kyle Shanahan's got? A six-year contract, okay, which means he's not going to get fired. And the guy who brought him in also has a six-year contract, so he's not going to get fired either. And you know what young quarterback they brought in to turn the roster around? Jimmy Garoppolo, who's already played. (laughs) He's already played. The 49ers, Kyle Shanahan, John Lynch have the best gigs in the NFL. Everything's covered. The two biggest threats to a quarterback in the NFL are what? Developing a young quarterback and whether or not you win enough games because it depends on your job security. No, no, no. You've already committed to him for six years. Plus, you've got an organization who was embarrassed multiple years in a row when they decided to get rid of Jim Harbaugh and they turned it over to Jim Tom Sula, who may or may not have farted at a press conference, and then they turned it back over to, to Chip Kelly, and that team stunk too. And everybody pointed at the front office. Wow, they're dysfunctional. God, they just can't seem to figure this whole thing out. So now, because they're scarred and their reputation was so damaged the last time around, if you're Kyle Shanahan and you're John Lynch, you've got... Over, you probably got overpaid. You were given more years on a contract than you probably deserve. They're both first-time head coach, first-time general manager. So you get the extra two years that you normally don't get. And then who's the young quarterback that's going to deliver you uh, to the promised land and turn things around? Oh, it's, uh, it's that guy who's considered to be uh, maybe the best young quarterback in the entire league, and he's already played, and uh, he comes from a great system, and we brought him in, and he's played five games, and he won every single game. Like, it's amazing. Like, some people just land in good spots. Some people just have everything land their way. Kyle Shanahan and John Lynch, all the threats to a young GM and a young coach, they don't have to worry about any of them. If you talk to general managers or coaches around the league and say, who's got the best job security? Who's the best, as far as young coach, young general manager, best job security right now in the NFL? Without hesitation, they'd say the 49ers, Shanahan and Lynch. It's amazing. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, 877-99 on Fox, 877-996-6369. You can also get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, great news. There's a quick way you could save money. Switch to Geico. Go to Geico.com. And in 15 minutes, you could save 15% or more on car insurance. Uh, up next on Fox Sports Radio, a, uh, this is good. So one of the best players in the world got completely undressed. Not, not, not actually, all right? huh? not literally. All right, We'll say that for later. Uh, that's a member of the show. But one of the best players in the world 
got exposed by a former teammate. Wait till you hear these comments next year on Fox Sports Radio. There's a better way to buy home insurance with Progressive's new Home Quote Explorer, too. Get a custom quote and a great rate all online. See for yourself how much you could save at Progressive.com. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Um, there is some some very revealing quotes and commentary from uh, on on one of the best players in the world, and not nice things were said. So we'll get to that here. I, I do find it uh, pretty entertaining. Uh, we'll get to that here coming up in just a couple of minutes. Uh, Iowa Sam is just a cold, heartless bastard. Cold and heartless and mean and cruel. Why don't you crank that music up, Iowa Sam? Isn't this song called uh, Dead and Bloated? Yeah. Yeah. I'm not making fun of uh, Scott Weiland. Because you know that he died, right? And presumably when they found him, you know, he was dead and bloated. Okay. Sadly, though. Yeah. I know, I know it's sadly, so why are you playing the damn it's song? It's a good song. You could have played, there's so many good songs on that album. You could have played, just, just spin a wheel and picked a bunch of other yeah. good songs. Well, I That is know. a good album, it's though. A, this is a great guitar have lick. You, have you listened to that album recently, Core, by uh, Stone Temple Pilots? Core, Plush, and Purple? Or are those all three different albums, right? I think. Uh, three different albums. Yeah. Well, which, uh, um, Core is this one, right? This I can't is remember, core. But, yeah. um, is, is plush is also a song, but it's an album, I think, too. Or maybe uh, no, pl- plush is purple. is encore. Oh, okay. Purple then, is the second album. Yeah, both yeah. fantastic. Yeah. I mean, really like front good. to back, there's probably maybe one or two kind of so so tracks. The rest, yeah. fantastic. Really good. No, just shout out to STP though. No, nothing more than that. Huh. Eh. A little heartless though. Oh, you know come I mean? on now. Yeah. All right. Many different ways we could take that conversation. We will not sure. here on uh, Fox Sports Radio. Exactly. Not, not uh, swimming in that here on the show. Uh, if you want to play pro wrestler or porn star, the hottest game show on Sports Talk Radio, you can do so. All you have to do, all you have to do is call 877-99 on Fox. 877 Pro wrestler or porn star is coming up less than 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. If you want in and you want to be a part of the greatest thing on weekend overnight radio, now's your chance. Uh, I do want to uh, get to this, though. As we uh, prepare, the uh, NBA has decided to start playing games again. Congratulations to the NBA. Round of applause to the NBA. Uh, they only took, uh, was it a month and a half off in between yeah. uh, the last series and this? So we've got Cavs, Celtics. Bill, butt out. We've got Cavs, Celtics coming up later on, game one. And then Monday night, we've got uh, the Warriors and we've got the Houston Rockets. And um, I, I thought this was great. This was really fun. So I, I believe that there's a media narrative on athletes. Like certain athletes are either allowed to do or coaches are either allowed to do a certain thing or to or to say something or to behave a certain way. Um, and the media will go light on certain athletes because oh, maybe they're nice to people. Um, if they're really, really nice to people or you uh, they, they treat you with a little bit of respect, you'll let them get away with things uh, that maybe they wouldn't. Um, Jason Witten, who just retired. Him being in the booth calling Monday Night Football games, a lot of people are like, whoa, is he going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer? For I, 
the whole first ballot, second ballot thing, I think, is dumb. You're either a Hall of Famer or you're not. But the way that the voting is done, I would almost guarantee you he's not going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer. But because he's going to be on Monday Night Football, he probably will be. And that's not fair. That's not the way it should be. But if he does well on Monday Night Football, all that's going to do is increase how much the media already likes the guy. He got the gig because the media really likes him. And so because of that, I think that'll lead to him probably being a first ballot Hall of Famer. So there's the media plays favorites. They've got, you know, certain narrative on athletes and and that's fine. It's just the way it's going to be. And it's always going to be that way. I asked Brady Quinn one time, uh, my radio wife here on Fox Sports Radio. uh, Brady and I have a show every Sunday night, nine to midnight Eastern time, six to nine Pacific. I said to Brady one time, what do we as the media get the most wrong? about teams or athletes like what's the what's the thing that we got the most wrong about your teams or about you during the course of your career and he said the thing media gets the most wrong about athletes is what goes on in the locker room because what we think we know and what the truth is are two completely different things completely different Like, if you hear a story that a couple of teammates got in a fight, you would think, oh, my God, dysfunction in the locker room. I can't believe it. They're going to break up the team. Those guys hate each other. The reality is, no, that's normal. Like, you can't... You have to think about it pragmatically. It's it that's that's a normal thing that happens in locker rooms. Like, you fight. It's like fighting with your brothers. Um, Years ago, in, I think, 2006... Olin Krutz and Fred Miller were offensive linemen with the Chicago Bears. Okay. Fred Miller had some really good years. Uh, Olin Krutz, um, you know, one of the better centers of the entire decade. A lot of people think he's, he's a fringe Hall of Famer. They, on their off day, went out drinking, went to a shooting range to where you shoot guns, somehow got in a physical altercation. Uh, Fred Miller smashed Olin Krutz over the head with a 10-pound weight to where Olin Krutz had to get stitches. Olin Krutz broke Fred Miller's jaw. He lost 25 pounds because he couldn't eat. They were teammates. You want to know how bad that fractured that team? They were in the Super Bowl two months later. Like, come on. It's like, <laughs> like, so we think we know all these stories about teams, and we've all figured it out, and we know zilch. We, we do not know what's going on. So that's why you always have to be very careful when you hear good stories about certain certain players. Chris Paul is a funny one, all right? He's really funny because he's a great player. He's never really had a a, a, a playoff, playoff success from a team standpoint. A lot of that's bad luck with the Clippers. There were injuries multiple years in a row, either him or a teammate, and it just really crippled them. Like, they, they had really talented uh, players and really talented teams, but the injuries killed them multiple years in a row. But I had always heard from people off the air. Now, Chris Paul is considered a great for the NBA, a great ambassador, a close relationship, all this stuff. I would always heard from people off the air, just around town here in L.A., when Chris Paul was here in L.A., that he was kind of a pain in the ass as a teammate. That what we think we know about him, no, we don't really know. Kind of a pain in the ass. So Kenyon Martin was on The Herd with Colin Cowherd this week on Fox Sports Radio. And 
he talked about being a teammate of Chris Paul and how he's not really all that well-liked by his teammates. People think he's a politician. Okay. You know, people don't trust politicians. <laughs> Is that really it? Yeah, he does things within the locker room that some teammates question. Dealing with management and coaches, people deem it as sneaky, things like that. But you don't know what's going on behind the closed door, so it leads to speculation. Chris Paul's numbers are great throughout the years. Assist numbers are excellent. Yeah. But for some people, it's like that's the only thing he can do is get an assist or a turnover. So the numbers are going to be there. Like in that sense, for some people, like that's, a, that's a selfish way to play basketball. So that was Kenyon Martin earlier this week on uh, his former teammate, Chris Paul. But everything we've been fed in the media is always oh, great guy, great for the league, uh, you know, works with the, uh, the Players Association, uh, great relationships. Oh, now you hear from a former teammate. No, he's kind of a phony. And you can go down the list of guys who've got a, who have the most to lose this postseason of the four teams left. You can go down a list of guys who have the most to lose. Man, Chris Paul, this is this may be the best opportunity he's got because I I don't necessarily uh, subscribe to the theory of you've got to win titles in order to be considered great. I just don't. If that's the case, uh, Chase Daniels a better quarterback than Dan Marino. I uh, just I don't I don't I don't see it, but. For a lot of people out there, when you consider Chris Paul and this great leader and whatnot, it, I mean, I personally don't think that series is going to be that close. Maybe I'm nuts, and maybe I'll be proven wrong, and we can delete this entire thing from the podcast so you guys don't make me feel like an a-hole. But I just don't think that series is going to be that close. And Chris Paul has a negative against him in the postseason. James Harden has always had a negative against him in the postseason. Mike D'Antoni has always had a negative against him in the postseason. Those are three guys leading that team who have all come up short in the postseason, and there's always a negative outlook on their careers based on what they do in the postseason. I mean, that series starts on Monday night. You lose that first game at home, what the hell are we talking about? If they get blown out of the water in five games, how is it any different than what happened in Toronto? What did Toronto do that got Dwayne Casey fired? They swung for the fences two years in a row. They, they went after it, trying to pursue the best team in the conference. Added pieces. Unloaded. Thought this is the year. Couldn't get it done. So now if you're Houston, you thought you had a chance last year, couldn't get it done. Now you go out, you acquire Chris Paul, you've got home court advantage, this is supposed to be the year. I'm telling you, they lose game one on Monday? I just I don't know what's different between that and Toronto. 877-99 on Fox. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. Uh, that is an important number, and here's why. Every week on the show, we play something called Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. It's the highest-rated segment on weekend overnight radio anywhere. All right, If you want to be a part of Pro Wrestler or Porn Star, the hottest show and the hottest segment on the show every single week, 877-99 on Fox is the phone number, 877-996-6369. Pro wrestler or porn star is next, but for all the latest from around the world of sports, Ralph Irvin. Well, thank you very much, Jonas, and the pitching performance of the night on Saturday. 
has to go to Charlie Morton of the Houston Astros. The Game 7 World Series hero struck out 14 as Houston was a 6-1 winner over Texas. Speaking of that World Series, the other team in it, that was the Dodgers. Remember when they were good? And a high drive, hit back into deep left field. He might have gotten it all, and he did. Hit the top of the wall and bounced into the seats for an opposite field. Three-run home run. And just like that, the Reds have taken a 4-3 to lead here in the sixth inning. WLW 700 Reds Radio Network with the call. Cincinnati wins their fifth straight. 5-3 over L.A. Colorado, a 4-0 shutout of Milwaukee. Trevor Story, two home runs there. San Diego wins it in 13-2-1 over St. Louis, while Minnesota takes out the Angels 5-3 in 11 innings. In the NHL, Winnipeg, a 4-2 winner over Vegas. They take Game 1 of the Western Conference Finals. Game 2 will be on Monday. Online car shopping can be confusing. Not anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car. So visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. And Jonas, the NBA Eastern Conference Finals get underway later today with Boston hosting Cleveland. Many Boston natives may in fact be there. So for Lexi Love, Sasha Banks, Kaylani Lay, and John Cena. Oh yes, don't forget the Pink Assassin. They're all ready for pro wrestler or porn star. Thanks, Ralph. <laughs> a lot of research you did there. A lot of research Ralph just did there uh, in his cowboy hat. The Pink Assassin, Jonas. Yeah, I know. <gasps> I know that's Sam's nickname. I don't need you to uh, to remind me of that. I'm well aware. Uh, all right, uh, Jonas hey, Knox, yeah. coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio Studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Uh, pro wrestler or porn star coming up here in just a minute. If you want in on the action, operators are standing by. It's the hottest game show in all of sports talk radio. 877-99 on Fox. 877-996-6369. Pro wrestler or porn star uh, coming up here in uh, just a minute. Uh, Ralph, I, I get this uh, this weird feeling that you're anticipating not being able to, to keep a straight face during the scraps an hour from now. I just know that the material about which we will discuss yeah. is going to give you the opportunity <laughs> to destroy me. Okay. Now, I, but I, I don't want to destroy you. I just, I, I have many follow-up questions. So when you tell a story, and, and for those of you that are not aware of this, so every single week on the show, in the last hour, we do something called The Scraps. It's where we talk about and discuss some stories that we have not gotten to on the show. And usually some of the stories are very inappropriate. All right, we could not do some of the stories in other day parts, but we're working in the middle of the night, so therefore we can. And I tell Ralph, surprise me. I don't want to know who the, what the stories are because I want to ask you questions on the air. And the more questions I ask, the more Ralph laughs. Well, it depends. You have very good questions. You're very probing. <laughs> There's a drop. We'll save that. Uh, oh. Go ahead and mark that tape. That'll be on Out of Context later on. Good. Mark that tape. Little F8 on the audio machine. Little F8 there at the top. And we will use that for uh, later on. I'm sure you'll hear that. Um, right now, though, it is time for this. Yeah. Is it a pro wrestler? Yeah. Or a porn star? Genitalia. I love that. You have an affection for Big Mac. Time to guess that name. <laughs> Every single week at this time, it's Radio Gold. 
We do it every week at this time. We go around the country to see who the hell knows pro wrestling and who the hell knows their porn. And we will do it again here on Fox Sports Radio. Uh, let's find out who wants it. I will explain the rules. If you've never heard the game before and you are driving around and you've just now found this show, first of all, if you've just now discovered this show, you're an idiot. All right, You should have been here a long time ago. If you've never heard this game before, strap it in. Get ready. It's going to get wild. Let's see who wants to play here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Let's go all the way out to... Let's go to line number 377 where Chip is listening in o- Oregon. Chip, what's happening? What's happening? How are you? Uh, I'm good, man. Uh, what do you got going on in Oregon? Oh, man, I'm just getting ready to play the uh, Mother's Day edition of uh, Pro Wrestler Post Sports Star. All right, so now it's, it's Oregon. It's 1.30 in the morning. What are you doing up, man? You just you working? You coming back from the bar? What's happening? Oh, man, I'm coming back from my boy D-Train Shed where we just played some darts for the last few hours. Oh, okay. Now, did you guys play a little 301 cricket? What do you do? Oh, damn. You, yeah, we did it all. Okay, yeah. I, I'm more of a... Uh, look, cricket's all right. I'm more of a 301, 501 guy. I think it's I think it's more fun that hey, way. Man, those are the real games, John. Yeah. We call uh, cricket Mickey Mouse out here, man. Yeah, so uh, well, oh. good for you. Now, did you win? Did you guys gamble on uh, the 301? Uh, it wouldn't be darts if there wasn't gambling. There you go. Good for you. All right, now we'll keep we'll keep the uh, the the amount between us because uh, we don't want uh, you know the IRS to hear about that and you're not. No, no, no definitely not. So you got to be got to be smart about this. All right, so we've got Chip in Oregon. Uh, let's find out who Chip is going. Now is this Chip Kelly by any chance? No, unfortunately. <laughs> oh, that's a legitimate question, man. I don't know why I got to be laughed by our live studio audience here. That's ridiculous. All right, uh, so we got Chip in Oregon. Let's go out to Amir. Who is listening in California? Amir, what's happening? Yo, what's up? Hey, hello. Yeah, Amir, we got you, man. What's going on? Hey, I'm having a good night. How you doing? Uh, I'm good, man. I'm on the air. Uh, yeah, yeah, Amir, you're on the Yay. air. Actually, well, here, hold on a second. Amir, do you want to get on the air? Yes, sir. All right, hold on. Let me uh, let me just patch you through. All right, so you want to get on with Jonas? Yes, sir, yes. All right, so uh, get on with Jonas. All right, Amir, let me just... Just typing in your information here. Uh, all right. All right, so I'm going to patch you through, and then we're going to get you on with Jonas. All right, Amir? Okay. All right, so here we go. I'm feeling confident, Jonas. Let's go out to Amir, who's in California, listening on Fox Sports Radio. Amir, what's going on, man? Hey, what's up, Jonas? Hey, man, what's happening? Uh, just, uh, just, just doing the show here, hanging out, man. All right, so we've got Chip in Oregon. We've got Amir in California here, pro wrestler or porn star. Here's how it works. I've got a list of names here. It's either the name of a pro wrestler or it's the name of a porn star. I'm going to start with Chip. I'm going to go over to Amir. If you guys are tied at the end of this list, we go to sudden death overtime. Easy enough? Do it. All right. Yep. Chip in Oregon first up here on pro wrestler or porn star. The name for you is Titus Steele, pro wrestler or porn star. you got to be a porn star, Jonas. That is correct. Yeah, that is correct. A porn star it is. Chip is on the board. Over to Amir in California we go. Amir, you ready? Yes, sir. All right, Amir, the first name up for you here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star is Charlie Holays, Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Oh, man. I'm going to say wrestler. Ooh, that is incorrect. No, that is incorrect. Yeah, the, the pronunciation of the last name is kind of a dead giveaway that that would have been a, 
a porn star. But again, listen, it's early on in the game. Let's not stress uh, out. We've still got an opportunity here. So we go back over to Chip in Oregon. Chip, uh, the name for you here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star is Sarah Suicide. Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. I really, really, really hope that that is a wrestler. No, that is a porn star. Uh, no. fact, yeah, that is a porn star. Uh, very, look. Uh, That's just depressing. Yeah, I mean, Sarah's suicide is a uh, <laughs> very bizarre. I, I don't, uh, I'm not familiar with her, her work, uh, but I'm sure somebody is. Uh, so we go back over to oh. Amir in California. Amir, next up here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Amir, the name for you here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star is Pesticide Pete. Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Pesticide Pete? Yes. Uh, I'm going to guess Wrestler. That is correct. Well done, Amir. <laughs> Amir, Amir, if you would have said Porn Star, I would have started to question uh, maybe what you had before you called into the show. I don't know why anybody would call themselves Pesticide Pete in the porn industry. But nonetheless, we are all tied up, so we go back over to Chip in Oregon. Chip, looking to break the tie here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. The name for you is Titanic, Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. <laughs> pro Wrestler. That is incorrect. Oh, that is incorrect. Geez. Titanic is a porn star. And uh, you can probably imagine why her name would be Titanic. And I'll leave it at that. We will uh, we will not not go into details further. Uh, over to Amir in California, we go. Amir, the next name up for you here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star is Dirty Dennis Allen, Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. That has to be a porn star. That is incorrect. <laughs> no, that is incorrect. No, uh, Dirty Dennis Allen, no relation to the former Raiders head coach. Uh, or the Saints, I believe he's the defensive coordinator for the Saints now. Uh, Dirty Dennis Allen is a pro wrestler. Uh, over to Chip in Oregon we go. We are at a stalemate here. Tied at one on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Chip, the next name up for you to break the tie is Yule Lovett, pro wrestler or porn star. Porn star, baby. That is incorrect. Yeah, that is incorrect. Yule Lovett is a pro wrestler. Over to Amir we go. Still tied at one here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Amir, what about Lethal Lips, Pro Wrestler or Porn Star? Uh, that is correct. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. There you go. That's my wife you're talking about, man. I don't man. know. It sounds like uh, maybe Lethal Lips has popped up in uh, Amir's search history from time to time. You know what I mean there? Uh, here we go. We go back over to Chip in Oregon. Chip, you need to get this correct in order oh. to stay in the game, right? Or else it's over and Amir wins. All right, so no pressure. All right. All, all right, right, Chip. All right. The name for you to tie things up and stay alive here in Pro Wrestler or Porn Star is Tangeray, Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Porn Star? That is correct. Ah. There you go. That is correct. Tangeray is correct, so we go back oh. over to Amir in California who can win the game here if he gets this correct on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Amir, to win the game here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star, are you ready? Yes, sir. All right, here we go. Now, Amir, are you nervous? Yes, sir. All right. Oh. 
the name for you here on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. To win the game is Snot Dudley, Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Pro Wrestler? That is correct. He's done it, everybody. Yeah, there it is. Amir in California is your winner on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. Congratulations, Amir. This is a big, big moment for you. Congratulations on the win. Oh. Huh? What are you making, UFO noises? What the hell was that? What the hell was that? What was he doing? Making UFO noises? That's how he... (laughs) That's how he celebrates? Most people give a Ric Flair woo. He does uh, uh, something from the movie Fire in the Sky, (laughs) where he gets abducted by aliens. What the hell was that? Uh, Nonetheless, congratulations, Amir in California. Uh, the winner on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star. All right, so uh, you let me know which one of those names you was your favorite. Uh, you can tweet me at the Jonas Knox uh, here on Fox Sports Radio. Coming up next, though, a reminder of one of the great moments, one of the great moments in cinematic history. I'll tell you what it is next on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Um. One of those names we just gave out on Pro Wrestler or Porn Star reminded me of one of my favorite lines off the movie Kingpin. I know Sam and I have talked about the movie Kingpin. I think it's one of the the best comedies ever made. It's so funny. It (laughs) is. And we can't play most of it. There's just most of it we can't play. It's very dirty. Bill Murray, when he's sitting at the diner, and the woman comes over to him and she goes... Another Tangerine tab, sir? And he goes, yeah, keep them coming, sweets. i got a long drive ahead of me. <laughs> Lines like that are so good, man. Between Kingpin and Groundhog Day are two of the funniest movies that are out there that never get discussed. And so when I saw that Tangeray was one of the names on a pro wrestler or porn star, it uh, made me think of that scene in, uh, in Kingpin. Uh Eight seven seven ninety nine on Fox. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. Uh, so next hour, we're gonna have a bunch of stuff on um, you know the NBA playoffs and what's going on. I think there's there's more and more evidence that leads me to believe that LeBron James is gone. Um, the way I see those two series shaping up, I think Cleveland probably beats Boston, um, but I'm really fascinated by it because I just want to see if Brad Stevens can can actually develop some sort of a game plan to try and stop LeBron James. Because everything we've been told our entire lives are, best player always wins. Best team with best player always wins. Unless Brad Stevens can come up with something, and, and, and so I'm curious to see how that shapes up. And then I don't know what, what my thing is against Houston, and it's not that personal. I don't, I don't care either way who wins, but I just don't see Houston getting to to even six games with Golden State. I just think Golden State's that much better than them and I and I'm just I, I don't buy it, but the hell do I know? Listen, if you if you go bet based on what I just gave you and that information I just gave you and you lose, don't blame me. That's tough balls. That's your problem. You're a degenerate gambler. Uh, we got more next though. Things could look a lot different 
if it plays out a certain way in the world of sports over the next week and it starts several hours from now, I'll tell you what that is coming up here in just a couple of minutes. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio. You can listen to the show on the iHeartRadio app. You can find us on SiriusXM Channel 83 on all of our Geico Fox Sports Radio affiliates. Wherever you are listening to the program, we appreciate you doing so. As we come to you here live from those Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. Visit Geico.com for a free rate quote. So, um... I was I was saying this earlier that I believe like if you were to actually take a step back and look at something, and it wasn't until this week that I really kind of had an idea about this, and then the more I researched it a little bit before the show, the more I realized, oh, that's what's happening here, right? So we've got Game One of the Eastern Conference Finals coming up at three o'clock Eastern time between the Celtics and the Cavs. And I think everybody expects that Cleveland's probably going to win the series. Um, you know, Boston's got home court, but they had home court last year. You know, Cleveland's got the best player in the world. They're probably going to win the series. But one of the things that I think is is fascinating about this series is how many things could change based on how the series turns out. And I was thinking about this this week and kind of jotting down some things during uh, before the show. And one of my points was, I think guilt is the silent equalizer in life. Like guilt is the one thing you could take the most stubborn person, you know, you could take the biggest egomaniac, you know, you could take the biggest narcissist. It doesn't matter who it is. If they feel guilty about something, it's crippling, especially when it's their fault or it's because of them. And the most, the, the things that give you the most guilt in life are the things that affect the most people around you or people that you care about. And so the reason I bring that up is because I started just to take a look back. If you were to just, you know, run down a list of what the season was for LeBron James, it becomes real obvious what's happening here. Like if you just went down the entire season, this year has been completely different for LeBron James from any other year. I mean, why in his 15th year, why all of a sudden would he play every single game during the regular season? Like, why would that be the case now? You would think later in your career you'd want to preserve your energy for the playoffs, right? So why is he playing every single game in the regular season? Why is he talking on social media so much about the milestones he's achieved throughout the course of the season? I mean, why is he patting himself on the back? Why is he taking time to smell the roses? Like, why, after he plays in a pretty grueling series against the Indiana Pacers, why after that series does he go to the podium and talk about how tired he is and how exhausted and uh, how, uh, how, how his energy is so low because of that series and how grueling it was? And why is he doing all that? And it wasn't until I started thinking about all those situations and all those acts and all those moments and the moment at the podium after the Pacers series and this entire playoff run before I realized, damn, that guy knows he's leaving. That's why he's doing all this. Like If you knew you were breaking up with somebody and you knew it was really, really going to hurt him, you would make sure that before you broke up with them, 
that you didn't have a single thing to feel guilty about. You would do everything you possibly could, everything you could, so that that way, after you walked away and you left them in a puddle of heartbreak and tears, you could lift your hands up and say, hey, I I gave it my all. I gave it everything I could. It just didn't work out. I need to go pursue something else. I think that's what LeBron James is doing. That's why he played every single game in the regular season. That's why he's willed his team as far as he has. That's why he's emptied himself and emptied the chamber uh, 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 as far as cardio-wise and energy and, and left all his blood, sweat, and tears on the court there so that he could walk away from Cleveland and say, I did everything I could. I just got to go pursue something else. I think he felt terrible about how the last time ended. And he knows that if he leaves Cleveland again, he doesn't want to feel that guilt. And I think that's why he has played the way he has this year in every single game that he has played in. Why he's made the comments he's had, he's done on social media. Why he's made the comments that he's made in the post game after the Pacers series. Because I think he knows and he wants to be able to look back and go... I mean, I played in every single game. I gave you every single game during the regular season. I gave you my all during the playoffs. I was exhausted after the first round. I did everything I could. So that that way he can be guilt-free when he goes to pursue something else. I think that's what's in play here. I think that's why he's done what he's done this year. Because it is different from every other year. He's never done this stuff before. And again, I don't care if he leaves. If he thinks he's got to go somewhere else and he's tired of Cleveland, go do what you got to do. I won't criticize him. Good for him. He's got the freedom. He's got the mobility. Go pursue and do whatever the hell you want to do. People in Cleveland cry about it. Tough balls. You had him. You lost him. You had him back again. He won you a title. You lost him again. Sorry. That's the way it goes. But now that you take a step back and you look at the entire year, Doesn't it kind of seem like somebody who knows what's going to happen a couple of months from now? And they're sort of setting this this all up so that they can point to that when they make their exit? That's what it feels like to me. And so when I see as this series is, is getting underway later on today, there are so many, not only just LeBron James... But depending on how this series turns out, there's a lot of different things that could take place in the NBA in general. Like, there's been this narrative going on in the NBA about how you compete in the NBA nowadays if you want to win championships. And the narrative that's been gone on in the NBA, and I want to say it goes back to maybe two thousand about 10 years. You can go back to the Celtics forming a, a Garnett, Pierce, and Allen Going back about 10 years, it was all about best players, super teams. Um, you know, let's, uh, It's all about getting the best players, acquiring the most talent, and that's how you go compete for a title. And the narrative that we have been told is that the team with the best players wins. We've always been told that. But this postseason, somebody's kind of thrown a wrench into that narrative. The Boston Celtics. Because two series in a row... We've seen different. The Celtics beat the Bucks, and then the Celtics beat the Sixers. The Bucks and the Sixers had the better players. So what gives? All we've been told is team with the best players wins, right? 
well, the Celtics didn't have the best player in either of those series, and here they are in the Eastern Conference Finals hosting Game 1 coming up later on at 3 Eastern time, and they've completely given us the opposite of what we thought we knew about the NBA, what we've been told for the past 10 years. And it's like, I think the Cavs are going to win this series, but the reason I think it's interesting is because of what it could mean moving forward. I mean, I've told you, LeBron, I I think he's probably gone just based on the behavioral patterns throughout the course of the year. But if the Celtics win, what are we talking about now? If the Celtics win this series, either one of these teams is getting beat in the NBA Finals. But if the Celtics win this series, they're basically four wins away from changing what we thought we knew about the NBA. Because it'll mean that Brad Stevens and Danny Ainge and that organization has just shown you there's more than one way to skin a cat. You can no longer just do the whole, well, if you don't have the best players, you just can't win. I mean, if you don't have the top players, you know you're just not going to be able to get it done. If Brad Stevens and the Celtics missing their two best players knock off in succession Giannis, Ben Simmons, and LeBron James to go to the NBA Finals? Like, How do you not reconsider everything you thought you knew about competing in the NBA? That's why I said, and, and you could think I'm crazy, but... When Brad Stevens is doing what he's doing, and if he knocks off LeBron James to go to the NBA Finals after losing his two best players for the year, you don't think there's going to be pressure on coaches around the NBA to coach better than they are? Because you could always go back to the tired excuse, well, you know, I just... uh we don't have the, we don't have uh, good enough players, or we don't you know we're just uh, we're really injured. Uh, uh, you know, had a bad break with a couple of injuries. Because now a general manager or an owner or a fan base is going to go, well, how the hell did he do it? What's your excuse? It's like working at a company for a long time, and you tell them that the reason you aren't able to work at a higher level than you already do is because the equipment sucks, and then they hire a new guy and he blows you out of the water on the same equipment. You know what the owner's going to say? Well, how does he make it work and you don't? Like, I think there's an element to that. And if Brad Stevens pulls this off, and if Boston ends up in the finals, and they knock off LeBron James, like this could be a complete redo of what we thought about the NBA. And how, how general managers, and how owners, and how teams value coaching in the NBA because up to this point for the last decade all we've heard about was best player wins the Celtics are four games away four wins away from changing that narrative Jonas Knox Fox Sports Radio 877-99 on Fox 877-996-6369 you can also get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox as we come to you live from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios I want to let you know we are brought to you by Granger the products and services you need when you need them Granger's got your back to help keep your facility running Granger for the ones who get it done uh, coming up next some interesting information has come out regarding several quarterbacks in the NFL, and one of them is not happy about it. Find out what that is next year on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. 
Uh, coming up here in just a couple of minutes, there was uh, some stuff that came out in the NFL recently. Uh, one guy is not happy about it. A quarterback is not happy. I'll tell you who that is coming up here uh, in just a couple of minutes on FSR. Now, 10 minutes from now, every week, we do something on the show called The Scraps. It's where we find uh, some stories that we have not gotten to. Uh, Ralph or Kevin Figures, the national update anchor, will surprise me with these stories. I have no idea what we're going to discuss. And I tell them that's how I like it. I want to be surprised as, as you, the listener, is surprised as well, too. And so we touch on those stories. And, and a lot of times, those stories that we get to are very inappropriate. Uh, we would not be able to do those stories on other day parts because they're very graphic. Um, they could be very sexual in nature. I mean, that's just very risque stuff. Uh, so we do that 5.30 Eastern time, 2.30 a.m. Pacific time every Sunday morning here on Fox Sports Radio. But this week is different because I have never heard the scraps be as overly sold as they have been overly sold to me by Ralph Irvin, who has literally come into the studio four times to tell me how great the scraps are going to be in less than 10 minutes from now. Ralph, you have really oversold this, and I'm wondering if you're going to underdeliver. Absolutely. Okay. Um, because you've really got you've I mean you have you are convinced these are the best scrap stories that we've ever had. One of them is quite good, and the other is just purely exceptional. Okay, now when you were when you were researching this stuff, did, were you just in awe and and shock at how good this is going to be? Is that why you've been so excited to get to this? Well, when you look at these stories, one is the story itself and. The second thing you look for is depth of the story. Yeah, okay. And, you know, in other words, where you can ask questions and we can go really deep into it. Okay. And one of these is just so, there's so much there that it's just, I think it's just a fa- fantastic uh, story. It feels like some sexual innuendos you were just laying on the air. I'll be honest with you. Like, if I was driving around, I'd go deep, deep. Like, these sexual innuendos. And if that's the case, Rob, I mean, I'm trying to do a professional broadcast here. Like, I don't want to swim in the mud. That's I, the last thing I want I'm to I'm talking about simply from a journalistic standpoint. Okay. There, there is a, a lot of, of meat on this bone. Okay. <laughs> get your popcorn ready. You can't even... Okay, we're going to get fired. Ralph's going to get us fired. Okay, so if you want to hear us get fired and lose our jobs, stick around. Less than 10 minutes from now, Ralph will accomplish that here on Fox Sports Radio. All right. Um, so Bovada, the gambling site Bovada, and don't worry, I it, it's like uh, giving out a, the name of a porn site on the air. You never want to acknowledge that you know what the name of it is because it, it would mean that you that you watch porn. But for guys out there that may be driving around with somebody or maybe it's kind of a dirty little secret that you have a Bovada account and you gamble constantly because you're a degenerate, don't worry. I'm not going to air you out here. I know who you are. All right? I know exactly who you are. But Bovada, the gambling website, came out with these over-unders that we've been talking about uh, on the show tonight. And the over-unders were starts for rookie quarterbacks in the first round of the draft. And so if you just look at it, uh, my thought on on the over-unders for these quarterbacks, it says Josh Allen is set at 10.5. So they're looking at Josh Allen as being projected at starting more games than any other rookie in the class. And it kind of makes sense. 
Okay, like I would take the over on that as well too. Um, uh, Brady Quinn and I talked about this, and Brady talked about the Adonis effect to where A.J. McCarron is the quote-unquote starter in Buffalo right now. But when those guys get on the practice field, it's going to be a night and day difference. Josh Allen is going to be so much bigger, and and he can throw the ball farther, and he's got a better arm, and he's just a better athlete. That If you're the Bills, how could you go into a game and want to start A.J. McCarron over Josh Allen? So to me, Josh Allen over 10.5, that seems like the way I would bet on that. Baker Mayfield is set at 9.5. And as much as, and I think I'm higher on Baker Mayfield than a lot of people are, I would take the under on that for a couple of reasons. One, Tyrod Taylor is a quality quarterback in the NFL. You can win games with Tyrod Taylor. All right. He's won games in the league before, and he doesn't turn the ball over. So if you're Hugh Jackson and you're trying to save your job and you need to win games in order to save your job, are you going to trust Tyrod Taylor, a veteran who's won games in this league and who doesn't turn the ball over, or are you going to trust Baker Mayfield, a rookie, to save your job? This is the last opportunity for Hugh Jackson to coach in the NFL, to be a head coach probably. I would trust Tyrod Taylor. So to me, and I'm higher on Baker Mayfield than other people are, I think I think Tyrod Taylor is going to get the bulk of the starts this year. Unless there's an injury, I would take the under of 9.5 for Baker Mayfield. And also, this will be the most talent that Tyrod Taylor's had to work with. So who knows? He could have a, a, an incredible year or, or a solid year there in Cleveland. And he's also in a contract year. So he's trying to look out for his future as well, too. I would just take the under and play it safe on Baker Mayfield starts at 9.5. Josh Rosen is set at 8.5. I would take the under, but I would take it reluctantly. Listen, Sam Bradford, when he's healthy, is a quality quarterback. All right, he really is. Um, there are some weapons there. It's not totally bare. Um, the only issue with Sam Bradford is the health, and it is a major concern because he seems like he gets hurt every year. But when I see the over/under on wins for that team, is it five and a half? I'm concerned. <laughs> okay. So so that's why I say reluctantly take the under because if you're projected to be a 5 and 11 team, you know what you're going to do? You're going to play your first round quarterback. That's what you're going to do. Because what do you got to lose at that point? So reluctantly I would take the under of 8 and a half, but it could really go either way. Sam Darnold is set at 5 and a half starts. That's the over under where he's set at 5 and a half starts for the New York Jets. I would take the over. But but here's why I think the media fanboys who love Sam Darnold are in for a rude awakening. The fact that it's at five and a half tells me that there's a belief in Vegas that that guy's not ready. Okay, because if you're Josh McCown's backup, you better be ready because he's going to probably get injured. All right, and I love Josh McCown, but he's never started 16 games in a regular season, and he gets hurt almost every single year. So the fact that the over-under for Sam Darnold is set at 5.5 is kind of alarming. Okay, That's kind of telling you that people that aren't media fanboys, people that aren't overly critical of Sam Darnold, and people that are just setting lines and they don't have a dog in the fight are telling you that guy's not ready to play. I would bet the over on 5.5 for Sam Darnold, and if he does play over or start five and a half, more than 5.5 games for the Jets – means it's probably going to be a bad year for the Jets. I mean, I, I'm being honest. Like that's, that's not a good look. Think about it this way. 
What's the difference between Josh Rosen's situation and Sam Darnold's situation? They're both rookie quarterbacks on bad teams playing behind quarterbacks who get injured almost every single year. So why is there a three-game difference in the starts? Think about it. They're telling you one guy's ready to play and the other guy's not. So if Darnold does play more than, start more than five and a half games, you got problems. And I know everybody loves him, and he's the media darling, and he's a nice guy, and he doesn't grab his crotch and all that stuff, and that's nice, and I hear he's a really good guy, but he's not exactly in the best situation. Okay, just be honest. The other one is Lamar Jackson, who's at a half game, all right? And I would take the over of him starting a half game, all right? Because I think, it, to me... It could be week 17, they've already clinched a playoff spot or they're out of the playoffs, and maybe they want to start him to see what they got with their first-round pick. So I would think it just it's a good value pick. Here's the part of the Lamar Jackson draft, drafting by the Ravens, that I don't think a lot of people have talked about. Right? Lamar Jackson spoke recently, and he said that, that Joe Flacco has not reached out or not texted him or whatever. Even Ben Roethlisberger apparently reached out to Mason Rudolph for whatever it's worth. Joe Flacco's really pissed off they took a quarterback in the first round, right? Really pissed off. And everybody looked at the pick and said, well, they're trying to maybe develop a quarterback or whatnot. There's an aspect to the pick that I didn't think about and I didn't even consider. Jason Lockenfora was on with me on Fox Sports Radio this week, and Jason Lockenfora lives in the Baltimore area, and he knows that team inside and out. Uh, Jason Lockenfora is an NFL insider for CBS. When the pick was made... Because we're on the outside, we don't really take into account what what the stories are and what the narrative around Joe Flacco is there locally. Here's what Lock and Four had to say earlier this week. It's just the absolute polar opposite dichotomy of Flacco. That's interesting. In terms of his swag, in terms of his personality, in terms of his on-field persona, his off-field persona, what the the upside that he provides versus whatever upside there is in Joe Flacco at this point, it's just the exact opposite, and that's what people were desperate for here. I mean, every year I go and I, I'm part of this big sports business panel at the University of Baltimore Law School, and, you know, it's a small sort of gathering, and there was some, some guys who own ticket brokerages here in Baltimore, and they're like, please tell us that they're going to draft Lamar Jackson, because if they do anything short of the bold move of drafting Lamar Jackson, we can't give there will be no secondary ticket market. There's no primary ticket market. There's no demand to watch this product unless they do something that bold and that out there and that different from what the quote-unquote you know, Ravens way normally is. You know what that sounds like to me? Sounds like a guy who's going to start more than a half game, right? <laughs> I mean... Like if you're if 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 people on the outside are telling you, listen, man, we're tired of the same old routine. We're tired of this. At some point during the season, Lamar Jackson's going to get a chance. At some point, especially if Joe Flacco continues to be a red ass about it. So I just when when those numbers came out, I, I thought they were interesting because it kind of gives you an idea, projection wise what people who don't have a dog in the fight, who don't have a a media bias or anything like that, 
actually think about the first year for these rookie quarterbacks. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, 877-99 on Fox. The phone number, 877-996-6369. You can also get me on Twitter at the Jonas Knox. Coming up next here on Fox Sports Radio, this has been the most oversold segment in the history of the show. It better deliver. All right, this better deliver and it better live up to all the hype. Find out what that is next here on FSR. But for all the latest from around the world of sports, Cowboy Ralph, Ralph Irvin. Thank you very much, Jonas. In Winnipeg, a 4-2 winner in Game 1 of the Western Conference Finals in the NHL. They beat the Vegas Golden Knights. Game 2 will be on Monday. In Major League Baseball, Cincinnati's won five straight. They beat the Dodgers 5-3. Colorado shuts out Milwaukee 4-0. Trevor Story Two home runs in that game. Charlie Morton, 14 strikeouts in seven innings as Houston took out Texas 6-1. to one. The Astros have won four of their last six. San Diego wins it in 13-2-1 over St. Louis, while Minnesota, a 5-3-11 inning winner at the Angels. Online car shopping can be confusing. None anymore with True Price from True Car. Now you can know the exact price you'll pay for your next car, so visit True Car to enjoy a more confident car buying experience. And we'll have more coming up with the scraps. Thanks, Ralph. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios, where it's easy to save 15% or more on car insurance with Geico. Go to geico.com or call 800-947-AUTO. The only hard part, figuring out which way is easier. Coming up in uh, about 12 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio, 12 to 15 minutes from now, we are going to hear people in the world of sports say some really, really inappropriate things. All right. So if you want to hear that, uh, make sure you're here 15 minutes from now here on FSR. Right now, though, time for this. Jonas. You moron. How could you not get to these stories? You moron. These are the scraps. And to find out what we have missed on the show so far today, or this morning, if you will, Ralph Irvin is here for the latest. Ralph? Thank you very much, Jonas. We begin with the Philadelphia 76ers. They had their uh, outgoing press conference, and their head coach, Brett Brown, said that the team needs to add a high-level free agent to compete for the title. At some point, when the time is right, I think we need to win a championship, and if that's the goal, then that's what you need to do. What part of trust the process is that exactly? Well, I I, I look... (laughs) I love the honesty. For I, you know, I really do appreciate the honesty. It's it, like we criticize Ben Roethlisberger for saying the things that he does, but for what we do, I really appreciate the honesty. And I appreciate the honesty from Brett Brown there, saying, "Listen, we need help if we want to compete." But Jesus, man, like, like, have you ever heard a coach say, "I need more help, or else I can't do my job"? Before I'm sure in 19, <laughs> what the hell is that? I'm sure in 1988, Doug Collins asked for a free agent signing to help with Michael Jordan. Yeah, like in '89, the Bulls accommodated him by bringing in Phil Jackson. I don't recall Brad Stevens ever coming out uh, during the rebuild in Boston saying, "I've got to get better players here, or else I just can't compete." What the yeah. hell is that? I've never heard a coach say that before. What else we got, Ralph? Well, a we go to the Bent Pine Golf Club in Vero Beach, Florida where law enforcement was called because one of the employees showed up drunk and began yelling at people. That's never a good thing. 49-year-old Salvatore Sammartino was fired just then and was causing a disturbance, so he decided to leave in his gold Mustang. And the police showed up as he was trying to get out of the driveway, and they pulled him over. The deputy noticed his ID was from New York, and so the officer asked where he's from, and his answer was, I'm from Queens, Florida. 
What? He said he was from Queens, Florida. They it, found two bottles of brown whiskey located in the front passenger seat and a Gatorade bottle which contained a brown liquid consistent with the same smell of the whiskey. Now, let me ask you this. Um, yes. Kind of redundant, isn't it? Brown whiskey. Is there a white whiskey? I, I'm let's, just going by the story. Right, let's go live to our whiskey color and race insider, Iowa Sam, for the latest. Uh, Sam, is there a white whiskey? Um, if you want to call moonshine whiskey, but it's not. They're made both made from corn, I believe. Okay, I don't. I wouldn't call. I don't know if there's a white whiskey. Yeah, I don't there's, think not. So there's not. No. So, so a brown Scotch, whiskey, a bit, a bit redundant. There's a brown there's whiskey. Blends. I mean, of course, yeah. it would be a brown whiskey. It's just what it's got to be. After his obvious DUI arrest, he was given a breathalyzer. He blew a two eight nine. Oh wow! Did he really? They wanted to check that, so then he blew a three twelve. <laughs> oh yeah! And finally, he batted a solid three hundred. All right, so he's batting three hundred. Let me tell you something, man. <laughs> if you're if you're blowing a three one two, you know what that means. If you were to have a forty of Bud Light, you would pass away. Okay, <laughs> that is hammer drunk. Hammer drunk. You're close to death at that point. Yeah, that's that is he is rip roaring drunk. A three one two. Did they make him do the uh, sobriety? T- I've talked to cops. Um, I have a buddy who's a guy. This is not an and and cops out there will probably. Uh, if by the way, if you're a cop and you agree with this for no uh, reason whatsoever, other than other than you just acknowledge that you two have done this, just flash your lights. Um, I've talked to cops who have given people field sobriety tests. And the people have failed the first one so bad that they'll put them through another one just to get a kick out of it. <laughs> to see what they can do. It's like it's like when you see people uh, spin around in circles. They put a wiffle ball bat underneath their forehead and they spin around in circles and they try and run to first base <laughs> and they look like they look like they're in a dryer, like <laughs> like they're they're being dried with the rest of their clothes. Um, three, the, one, two, man. That's getting after him. The problem was they couldn't really give him a field sobriety test because he was falling asleep as he was talking to them. So he had to have thrown up. If you drink that much and you fall asleep that soon, he had to have barfed. <sighs> Do we have an update on his barf? It's brown like the whiskey. Okay, well, I know, but did he for sure barf? No, we do not have that. All right. Actually, we have the uh, we have the audio of uh, of this gentleman. Uh, here was uh, when they they the officers spoke to him and they said uh, we're going to give you a field sobriety test. He declined it. They asked him why. He has said this makes me want to puke. So there it is, Ralph. I mean, look, that's called a high production staff here at Fox Sports Radio. Ralph, you had the story. We've got the audio. Exactly. What we do here. Three one two. Jesus Christ. Can Three, I, one, two? Can I just connect those two stories and say maybe we should start calling Brett Brown, Brett Brown Whiskey? How about that? This is a bad joke. <laughs> so June 14th, the hold, World Cup will begin on Fox, hold on, Hold on a second. Hold on a second. Sam, leave the studio. Seriously, I'm not messing around now. Go home. Go home. I just and, wanted to just want to slide yeah, that in there and, and walk into traffic. Yeah, thanks. Home. That was awful. Yeah, I know. Back to Ralph. It's his segment. <laughs> the World Cup gets started June 14th, as mentioned. It's a big thing for Fox. It'll be on Fox. And the Dolls Hotel has opened in Moscow's business district, Jonas. Uh, the Dolls Hotel? The Dolls Hotel, yes. Like sex dolls? Well, Who? you know, doll, the rooms at the Dolls Hotel will cost between 17 17.75 pounds and 29 and a half pounds 
per hour. Um, yes, they they feel they feature sex robots. Oh, I was kidding. That's a re- that for real. Yeah, they 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 feature sex robots, and in fact, uh, Mike Mayer is going to give you some visual aids. Um, <laughs> the total cost Can't after wait. paying for the robot will rise to about sixty pounds an hour. Now, uh, what ki- okay, what kind of robot are we talking about? Okay, so I'm I'm opening the contents here on the air. Mike Mayer has handed me some visuals of this. Um, the wow, sex a- bots are described as warm with mechanical movements <laughs> in an artificial. <laughs> oh, hold on, hold on, hold on a second. All right, hold on a second. Clean up aisle, Ralph. Okay, Ralph, <laughs> get it together. All right. I am looking at these robots. They do not look like robots, which is code for so excited. Where's my debit card? Uh, because I this 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 could be fun for everybody. Uh, Ralph. Uh, all right. So continue. All right. Uh, well, this is yeah. Oh. oh. Just the idea of Ralph doing the scraps right now. He is talking about sex robots while wearing a cowboy hat for no reason at work. Right. Be careful, Ralphie. Yeah, be careful, Ralphie. Take right. a knee. My ass. He can't take anything right now. He can't even stand up. The uh, robots have personalities. <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. What do you mean they have personalities? Well, there are different robots with different names. Like Lolita is independent, self-sufficient, and relaxed. She has no complexes. And is ready for everything. <laughs> Hold on, can you read that description again? Uh, straight from the brand, right there. Hold on, yeah. Re- hey, read the, read the back of the box again, Ralph. What does it say? I'll just advance to Sasha, who's business minded and in control of everything. <laughs> Natasha is a true personification of femininity and tenderness, shy and obedient with a nice smile. <laughs> what do you mean? She's a robot. How can she be tender? She's a robot. Well, Elise likes changes and experiments. What is she a mechanic? I don't know. What does she do? Like, what does she like? Fix software? What does that mean? Well, this is this is the founder of the hotel does note that the dolls are thoroughly disinfected with special solutions. <laughs> Wait, hold on. So you don't even get your own? This is a rental? What the hell is that? That's like renting toilet seat covers. <laughs> Who the hell would want that? Ralph, the cough button's right there. Don't mind it. Uh, like hold on. Like, wait a second. You rent these? You don't get them? No. What? But they are disinfected according to international standards. Are you serious? Yeah, now that I think about it, though, like, when it comes to these matters, um, to, like, in the human form, it's all a rental as well. Yes. You know what I mean? Or a hotel room is just a rental. Now, okay, so I, I have, I have um, a couple of follow-up questions, if you would, Ralph. Fire away. I, I know, I know you're, you're prepared, and, and we're going to keep this Sorry I coughed there. I that, thought I'd turn it off. That's, that is, oh, listen, um, like if you want to get a physical on the air, I have no issue with that whatsoever. But let me, let me, I have a couple of follow-ups for you. Uh, first of all, which one did you buy? Oh, I, I, no, 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 that's not for me. Okay. Which one do you want to go in halves on with me? Be careful, Ralphie. Well, so excited. You know, Lolita has no complexes and ready for everything. <laughs> I've been doing, man, because everybody I've ever dated has a complex. Their complex is, why am I with a loser? Okay. But now now here's here's another follow-up. Now, where in the hotel room are these dolls? When you, when you walk into the room, what are they doing? Are they watching TV? Are they uh, cleaning? 
Are they taking a bath? Like, can you can you bathe with these dolls? They're robots. Is is there any sort of like um, a mechanical issue? I do not have that information. Though. Now, I I do know because you mentioned there that they are disinfected. Um, the rooms are very modern and clean, though. Yeah, well, I would imagine there's robots that have sex with people. That sounds like a modern thing to They're me. They're looking forward to a lot of tourists from England. Now, here's here's the other. <laughs> Why England? I don't know. That's just what they said. Uh, now, now here's here's the other thing. Um, that I that I that I have to know from you, Ralph, because uh, this is this is very important. Okay. Um, could you could you describe the j- the sanitary explanation that they have given you here on these robots? Again, they are thoroughly disinfected with quote special solutions end oh, quote. Okay. According to and I quote international standards. Okay. All right. Good stuff, Ralph. Yes, sir. You sure you don't want to go halves, Ralph? Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> right. Unbelievable. All right. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, uh, coming to you live from the uh, Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Uh, all right. Uh, coming up next, if that wasn't inappropriate, people in the world of sports saying even more inappropriate things. That's next here on FSR. Jonas Knox, Fox Sports Radio, coming to you live here from the Geico Fox Sports Radio studios. Um, we will get to out of context coming up here in just a minute on FSR, uh, still reeling from the sex robot story that Ralph Irvin just told, uh, during the scraps, a uh, guy makes a good point. He says, sex robots. Yeah. Welcome to Westworld. It's a damn good show on HBO. Damn good show. Very weird. Do not watch it when you've been drinking. You will not retain any of the information, but it is very good. Um, an amazing thing has happened. One person has tweeted about the Cincinnati Reds on social media in the last three years. That person would be Andy Furman, uh, who will be alongside Brian No coming up less than 10 minutes from now here on Fox Sports Radio. Andy Furman, Brian No, make sure you stick around for that. Andy, uh, who feels the need to tweet about the Reds and tag me in a tweet involving the Reds and the Reds PR about the Reds winning five in a row. I could not Yay. care less about a story in sports any more than that story. That is the, the, the most worthless tweet, worthless story. Nobody cares about the Reds except for Andy Furman. Nobody cares. I don't care. I don't either. It's time for this. Out of it's time to make people in sports sound even worse than they already did this week. Similar to this long sentence that I just read. What? It's out of context. Slapping butts, you know, that's just what you know, what guys do here. I've always played it with my teammates, you know, in the offseason, at the field, you know, at the hotel. I'm definitely not a one-man army. He went to go get it. You know, he put us all on his back and said, listen, you know, I got us. Big sausage link that is hitting me over the head repeatedly. <laughs> You're very probing. It was pretty long. I like our position. I obviously wasn't able to perform the way I wanted to and the way I was <laughs> expecting to. If you just let him bang, bang, bang. Oh, man. Put you in a precarious position. Tough to swallow. There was really no rhythm and it was kind of funky. We're in a hole too deep that we put ourselves in. <laughs> I'm not going to rush this, rush him out there. I, I, I don't want to expose it. I give him a big arrow as to what his performance might be without the overhang. If you're a little off, uh, you get penalized pretty severely here. He had a, he had a groin. His groin was not in great shape. 
Oh, man. Unbelievable. Yeah, that last one referring to Andy Furman. It's funny how it all ties together here. Michael! Michael! Well done. Uh, been uh, a good couple of shows. I want to thank, uh, obviously, Kevin Figures, Ralph Irvin, who is still cackling over those sex robots. Uh, we've got Iowa Sam back. Mike Mayer, hell of a job. It's been a good time. I'll be back on 6 to 9 Pacific time, 9 to midnight Eastern time with Brady Quinn. Jonas, son of a bitch. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Diosa. And I'm Mala. We are the creators of Locatora Radio, a radiophonic novella, which is a fancy way of saying... A a podcast. podcast. Welcome to Locatora Radio Season 9. Love Love at at first first listen. listen. This season... We're falling in love with podcasting all over again. With new segments, correspondence, and a new sound. Listen to Locatora Radio as part of the Michael Dura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Do you love Selena? Like, really love? Whether you saw her live, saw the movie as a kid, or saw her looks all over TikTok, there's no shortage of reasons to stand the Queen of Tejano. And Stan, we do over three whole episodes of our podcast, Becoming an Icon. We're reminiscing as lifelong Selena fans, sharing hot takes and telling her story. Listen to Becoming an Icon on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search Becoming an Icon. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts. Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.